Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We'll do a deep dive on everything we've seen from Draymond Green, the NBA finally leveling the punishment for the Warriors player that seems to be in the wrong situation a lot of the times. And earlier in the show, we have been talking about vices and like what we need to, you know, get on with our days, what is our... I'm not going to say Achilles heel, but like habits that we revert back to. And for Draymond Green, it seems like he's always getting technicals in these big time games. And now he's been suspended. (sighs) Jenks, what do you do with Draymond Green? It feels like a guy that needs a very stern talking to because he's not a young guy. He is somebody who is a veteran. This is not Mm -hmm. his first rodeo. And it seems like this keeps on happening. Do you think this is something where he needs to see a therapist, where he needs to just get yelled at? What is the fix or the solution for Draymond Green? Or do you think I'm being too hard on him? I don't think you're being too hard on him, but I don't think it matters. Like no one, Draymond Green is one of those players that thinks he's better than he is. He's a hell of a basketball player. There's no question, but he thinks he's the best defensive player who's ever lived. He is not. He is a very good defender. He's not the best. He's won championships. He'll probably make the Hall of Fame. So there's no question that his basketball credentials are pretty impeccable and he's overachieved in the NBA, but he's not nearly as good as he thinks he is. And he just has no ability. He, I hate it when athletes have no self-awareness where they're so into themselves that they can't take a step back and say, ah, this is maybe this is my fault. Draymond Green is never at fault. He punched Jordan Poole. And if that hadn't been on right. video, I, I don't think that he would have copped to it. Or I think he would have made excuses. He couldn't deny that. Like, he punched his own teammate. Like, that tells you all you need to know about Draymond Green. You're punching your own teammate, and you've done this for years, and you justify it, and – you may have already cost your team one championship. Like he is a he is a coach killer because as good as he is, he makes such poor decisions. And at this point in his career, he's not going to listen to anyone. And it's too late. Like it's too late. You're already down 0-2 and you're suspended for game three. Like if the Warriors are going to make a run, they need to do it with Draymond. Again, there's no doubting his, his basketball acumen. But I don't think anyone can talk sense into him because he doesn't listen to anybody. And also it's become a pattern. Like this is not the first time. And I think 
that also goes into this as well. There are layers to the story about Draymond Green stomping on DeMontis Savonis' chest. He is now suspended for game three of that series between the Kings and the Warriors. It's because this is not the first time it's happened. It's kind mm -hmm. of like when Grayson Allen does something, he never gets the benefit of the doubt because we know this is a pattern. Same goes for Draymond Green. If this was a one-time incident and he said, listen, like I just had nowhere to step. It wasn't something I was trying to do. Maybe yeah. we'd give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, it's a one-time thing, but it's not a one-time thing. And also the fact that he was riling up the crowd and doing all these antics after the fact that make him look like he is a villain on a WWE yes. pay-per-view match. So it's just, I don't know what you do with Draymond Green here because he is a vital part of this Warriors team. Maybe you just mm -hmm. say, well, this season's over. But like, what do you do if you're a guy like Steph Curry who is getting older and I'm sure he wants to add to his mantle of championships? What do you say to him? I guess he's not going to play the next game. Uh, maybe that's a yeah. good thing. Do you think it's a good thing that he's not going to play the next game? Maybe. I, I think what you have to do is, with Draymond, is you have to, with someone like that, you have to placate them. And you have to say, listen, Draymond, you're, look, you're the best defender that's ever lived, okay? You're, I mean, we, we, we would never win a championship <laughs> without you, Draymond. I mean, God, you look great. You're, I think you're at the peak of your career, buddy. I mean, you're awesome. I, 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 I wish I had the skills that you have defensively. But you're, you're the heartbeat of the team. Everybody talks about me and Clay. This is Steph talking. Everyone talks about me. It's you, buddy. We got to have you. So I, I understand the frustration. And listen, I mean, off the record, I mean, I think they should have suspended DeMontis Savonis. I can't believe he grazed your ankle like that. These are your feet. You can't play basketball without your feet. So I, I and I get it. I'm not that flexible either. I would have stepped. I probably would have crushed his sternum. So we got to have you, though. So listen, just if you could just pull back just a tiny bit. You know, because we need you. The league needs you. Hey, man, let's be honest. The world needs you, Draymond. Can you just pull back a little bit? And you just got to, like, feed his ego, and maybe he'll respond. But probably not. You're absolutely right. I think that's how you have to manage superstars in the NBA. Yes. And I'll say one thing. I think Steve Kerr is probably one of the best in the business at doing that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe not, because we've seen some of these implosions on his very team. But we know that he has a history with superstars uh, that sometimes could be a little ornery. Like, isn't he the guy that got punched in the face by Michael Jordan? So he should have some yes. kind of um, experience dealing with like these sticky situations between teammates. But at the end of the day, like I said, this is not the first time this has happened because this conversation that you're talking about probably has already happened once. But yes. after a certain amount of times, like you got to approach it a different way. And the only thing I can pull from this is maybe it's a good thing that Draymond is suspended for game three just because the sideshow is going to be off mm -hmm. the court. And yes. I think the Warriors probably have enough firepower to keep up. But still, like the Kings deserve their flowers. They're a good team. And mm -hmm. I don't even know if this matters. Like, because even in the first game where Draymond Green was not doing all of this stuff, like the Warriors still lost. So do you think this is going to be a factor in game three? I, yeah, I, I think the Warriors will miss him, but also maybe it is a good thing. The last thing the Warriors need is a distraction. And Draymond, who says, oh, I only draw technicals when I want to. No, you don't. 
because if you have any brain cells whatsoever, you would not have drawn a technical in this situation going back to game two and then get yourself suspended. So the last thing the Warriors need right now is another sideshow. What they need to do is to focus on basketball and focus on winning the game. And Draymond right now is less of a basketball player and more of a carnival act. And carnival acts don't play well in the NBA playoffs. They need to perform. So maybe this is good, like you suggested, that he is sitting aside and that the Warriors can just play ball at home and they're very good at home. Well, and also the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I think maybe you could get away with doing this if you're somebody like Kevin Durant or Mm -hmm. if maybe you're somebody like LeBron James. But these guys also don't do that. There is a talent level that is so high in the NBA that the best of the best, they don't do these distraction type things and they're way better than you. So you can't get away with it any longer. So that is my two cents on Draymond Green. Uh, We do have some games tonight uh, in the NBA that we should mention. Let's go to the Lakers and Grizzlies series. We have the Lakers laying a point and a half in this game. Uh, total 226 and a half. The Lakers lead this series one game to nothing. And the gut punch that followed the Lakers uh, winning game one for the Grizzlies was that John Morant, now questionable with a right-hand injury, he's going to be a game-time decision. So, Jinx, for me, the fact that mm-hmm. we have this big question mark makes me not want to touch this game at all. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, if I'm betting, and let me say for the 40th time, I'll try not to say it again, I'm not betting the NBA playoffs right now. Like the the Stanley Cup playoffs are crazy last night. I don't know what to do because playoff basketball is different and you can sort of take these regular season trends into account, but not completely because it is different. But I kind of like the Lakers here. And the thing about the playoffs, at least if you're L.A., is that you get more rest than you would during the regular season, and rest will benefit no one more so than the L.A. Lakers because of their age. And our executive producer, Bill Rowland, revealed this a couple days ago in the chat, and I didn't realize it. After the All-Star break, the Lakers were the fourth-best team in the NBA record-wise, which is just amazing to me. There was a time right before the end of the season when LBJ was injured and – 
for them to make the playoffs, it was plus money. And I would have laid minus money for them to miss, miss the playoffs. And they put it together. And I don't necessarily think they're a juggernaut that is going to blow their way to the Western Conference. But there's no question they have more experience here. And I'm tired of the Grizzlies talking and not performing. And also, yeah, John Morant's probably going to play. I know it's a game-time decision. But even if he does, he's got an injury to his shooting hand. I, I can't trust that. So if I'm leaning one way, it would be Lakers. Also, John Moran is the point guard. He is the person that's bringing up the basketball and handling the basketball mm-hmm. on every single possession. So this hand injury means even more. And even with John Moran in the lineup, I feel like the the Lakers are the better squad here. And it's not mm-hmm. just LeBron James. It's not just Anthony Davis. They had so has had they have had so much better production from their role players as opposed to Memphis. Look at what Austin Reeves uh, did last time around. And look at what, uh, God, I always say his name terribly, Rhee Hachimura. Uh, He was huge in that first game in this series. And some of the pickups that the Lakers have had, like finally they're making good moves as opposed to just picking up more old guys that are friends with LeBron James. Because I think the craziest part of that first game of the series was the fact that you barely heard LeBron's name in the final mm-hmm. minutes of this game, it was not him that was, you know, scoring the dagger that sent the Grizzlies packing or not packing, but just home uh, holding yeah. that L. So John Morant obviously is a big part of this team, but I feel like it's the Lakers regardless. So if we think that John Morant is questionable and there is a chance that he doesn't play, like what is the strategy in betting this game? Do you wait? Ooh. Do you play it now? Is there any value in the timing of when you make this bet? I think, hmm, that's a good question. Here's what I would say is that it it depends on what side you're on. But for me being on the Lakers side, then I'm going to bet it now because to me, this line is priced like he's going to play. So uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I feel like that it's just a soft tissue injury. And what do I know about a soft tissue injury? But I feel like he's going to, try to play okay this is price like he is not going to play Matt's right about that I said that I'm like yeah maybe I'll because obviously the Grizz will probably be a small favorite here I I would just take the Lakers now I I can't imagine him well then again if he does play all of a sudden the line flips maybe Memphis is the favorite and you get the Lakers you get the Lakers and the points so it depends on what side you're on based on when you're going to play it right and that's why we talk out these things because I think that's an important point if you do like the Lakers Mm -hmm. maybe you should wait like, we could be wrong on this, but maybe if John Morant is announced that he's going to play, you will get more points in your favor if you do like the Lakers regardless. Uh, let's go to the next game. Uh, Heat Bucks, where we have the Bucks laying six and a half, a uh, total 219 and a half. And uh, this was the surprise, I think, of the weekend where the Heat took mm-hmm. game one of this series, but Giannis Antetokounmpo did not play for most of that game. So this is one where the injury report really does matter. Giannis has been dealing with a sore back. One would imagine that he probably plays here, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen any updates. Have you? He's doubtful. So that's why this, this spread opened Bucks laying nine and a half and has come down to bucks now laying six and a half so a full three-point movement there again that could obviously change doubtful doesn't mean out but it looks like he's not going to play and so all the money is coming in on the heat and i kind of think the heat are the right side here i here's the thing if you look at regular season trends there's no way you should bet the heat absolutely not and we've talked about all season how 
the Bucks, even without Giannis, even without Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday, whomever it is, they always find a way to win. But all of the pressure now, because it's playoff basketball, is on the Bucks. The Heat know they can win this game outright without Giannis in the lineup. They did it in game one, and this is this is their chance. This is the Heat's chance for the kill shot, right? Like, they can go back to Miami up 2-0 because Giannis probably won't play in this game. Again, Miami was awful against the spread on the road this season, one of the worst teams in the league. But I think without Giannis, what the Heat will do is what they try to do normally is slow down the pace, play good defense. And I think because of that, they can keep this within the number. Yeah, sabotage factor is the Heat shot the lights out in the first game of the series. Probably not going to happen again. But also, they're getting six and a half points because I do think there is a chance that the Bucs win this game because we have seen mm-hmm. it during the regular season to where the Bucs, even without Giannis, have been pretty good. They are a very deep squad. But still, when you're talking about six and a half points, do you really want to yeah. lay six and a half with a Bucks team that's missing their biggest piece? I think that's the real question. Yeah, I certainly don't. Not at all. I just, I I can't do it. And also, I just wonder, this is where the mental game and the mental toughness of any sport, and especially in the NBA playoffs, comes into effect, right? Because if you're the Bucks, you're the favorite to win the NBA title. The Heat are, they're not lucky to be here, but there's a reason why they are in this situation. So if you're the Heat, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Will the Bucks come out tight and say, oh, you know, this is the NBA playoffs. We're down one. We're at home. We're that our best player, arguably the best player in the NBA. I don't know, but certainly the mental edge goes to the Heat because they have, again, zero to lose. It should be noted, the year that the Bucks won their championship, they were a three seed. And the years that they have yeah. been top seeds, it has not gone so well for them uh, with a couple of first round exits, or maybe one of them was in the second round. But still, uh, usually they have been their best when they're lower or higher seeded in the postseason. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.